We are living in a world where we are overstressed, overworked, overmedicated, and we're allowing anxiety, fear, and depression to run our lives. It's time we take a different kind of prescription to help remove our pain and get us back to living with the energy, focus, and enthusiasm that we all want to have. Every week, I promise to bring you education, strategies, and deep discussions that will help you become more resilient and eradicate stress-induced depression from your life. My name is Ryan Caligiuri, and welcome to The Resilience Prescription. Right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to today's episode of Create Your Eight as part of the Resilience Prescription. I am Ryan Caligiuri, and uh, today I don't have a strategy for you. I don't have a tactic. I got no philosophy. Instead, today I got a story, and I got a story about Sean Penn and what Sean Penn taught me about resilience. So I was recently in um, a hotel lounge, and uh, I was seeing this guy over to my right, and I'm sitting there sipping some wine. Like I don't know why he looks so familiar. Who the heck is this guy? Finally clicks with me. Sean Penn. Of course it is. So um, I wasn't sure if it was him or maybe a lookalike. I don't know. Don't know what Sean Penn looks like exactly, but it looked like him. So anyways, I had a buddy who works in the industry. So I texted him. I said, is Sean Penn in town? He confirms. He goes, yeah, Sean Penn's in town. Perfect. Right on. So obviously, Sean Penn's right there. I mean, honestly, I couldn't remember a movie that the man was in. I knew he was married to Madonna, but he's just a recognizable figure. Didn't know. I, I honestly can't remember a movie that he was in, and it's no knock on him. I just I don't. I'm not a big movie guy. Anyways, classic Calgary fashion. I got to go up and I got to introduce myself. Tap him on the shoulder. So I go up to him, walk on, tap him on the shoulder, and uh, very gently and kind of turns and looks at me. No smile, nothing. Put my hand. I said, "Welcome to the city," and I uh, hope everything is going well with your movie. And just wanted to come over and say hi and welcome you. And uh, I didn't get a very friendly response, and I wasn't sure why. And I'm not judging the man. You know, I, I, part of me feels uncomfortable with sharing this story, but I share it because there's a lesson in it. Because just because somebody's having, be having a bad day, that doesn't mean they're a bad person, right? Don't take a single event and turn that into a complete worldview of what that individual is like. It's not fair, right? Only through multiple interactions, in different scenarios, different situations, different environments, can we truly understand someone and be able to judge them effectively? But far too often, our brains work to try to figure out the world as fast as possible around us. And so we see one situation and we make up a decision about it. So I don't want you to take any of this in negative context about who Sean Penn is. Sean Penn's probably a great guy, but in this situation, he wasn't so nice. But it's not so much the story about Sean Penn, it's about what I learned from it. So anyways, back to the story. So I go and, and I talk to him and I don't get the, the friendly vibes from him. Anyways, as I kind of feel the vibes and, you know, understanding, you know, maybe he's not very happy with this. Um, I shake his hand again. I say, well, welcome to the city. And uh, just kind of does one of these things, right? Just raises his eyebrows, doesn't even make eye contact, just kind of turns back away and has a drink. And so I walk back to my table and the only thought that I could think of is, wow, that guy was rude. You know, I've met tons of stars before and I don't care who you are. Like, I'll always go shake your hand. If, if you're a recognizable figure, I'll go shake your hand. An author, an actor, a musician, a politician. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I want to go and I shake hands and, and talk. I like to meet people. That's who I am. So I've met a lot of people. And it's probably one of the more memorable, I don't know, negative experiences. Not so much negative, but it just wasn't something memorable. I was like, man, like, that's kind of a jerk. So I'm back to the table and again, not to judge Sean Penn. Maybe he was on a terrible day and he didn't want to say anything to anybody. And I get that. 
The man's probably a lovely guy. Who knows? I don't know. I don't watch TMZ. I don't know if he's an ass or I don't know if he's a good guy. But regardless, I uh, go and I sit down. I start thinking. I'm like, man, like, if I was Sean Penn, would I be happy? And so I start to think from the perspective of a career. The reason we know Sean Penn is because of his career. The chosen profession he got himself into. An actor. A director now, maybe. It doesn't matter. But why is he not on fire right now? He's in town filming a movie that, you know, he's directing. That's kind of cool, right? It's got to set you on fire, right? No? Obviously not. And again, not to say that he um, was just having a bad moment. Maybe he's absolutely on fire when he's filming. And maybe in that moment he had some bad news. Who knows, right? Perspectives. But again, it's not so much his reaction as so much the lesson it taught me. So then I started to ask myself, what do we do every day? What is your career? Did you choose what you wanted to do or did you just take something because you did it for the money? Have you settled in a job or a career that you know you're better than? Are you scared to take that next step? Did you take that next step and do you have golden handcuffs on? Is it tough for you to escape that job or that career? So I started to think deeper and deeper about, hey, we spend a lot of time in a job or a career every single day. And what happens if we don't like it? What does that do to my mindset? So I go, I find a Gallup poll online. And this Gallup poll was... um, done uh, with employed residents aged 18 and older in 142 countries and areas. So it was a massive study. And what they found was that only 13 people absolutely loved what they did. 63% of people were what they call sleep working, right? They don't like their job. They don't hate their job. They're just, I don't know, characters from The Walking Dead. (laughs) And then you have 24% who absolutely hate their job. So when I find this study, I find it extremely interesting because only 87% of people, I'm terrible at math, but I can do that, and that's a big number, 87% of people don't like what they do. So I'm thinking, I'm like, man, if 87% of us don't like what we do, how much time do we spend on this? And so I think about Monday's episode, right? And I think about the golden nugget that talked all about a quote that Bruce Lee had or a statement that Bruce Lee made that says, we have only 96 15-minute blocks in a day. So I ask myself, how many 15-minute blocks are we dedicating to a job that we don't like? Chances are first thing in the morning, you're checking your email. Chances are you're checking your email before you go to bed. We are always on. We're always engaged in something we don't even like. 87% of us. That's probably most of you listening to this right now or watching this. Man, that's scary. And what the hell do we have to do to get in that 13%? That's our job. And so it's no wonder. It's no wonder that we have such high rates. We have an epidemic of depression. People are overrun by anxiety, by stress. And it's because 87% of us hate what we do for a living. God, that's scary. Like, it's sad too. And it's sad because the point that I'm trying to make here is that if you're in that 87%, I think you increase your chances of depression. Because you're not living your purpose. You maybe don't have goals that set you on fire. How can you wake up with enthusiasm and vigor five days out of the week? You know, not even five, six. Because Sunday when you wake up, you know, you're like, oh my God, this is the last day before I got to go to work. 
And the reason I say this is because I was a part of that 87% before. I was a part of that. Right? At some points, I really hated my job. I was part of the 24%. And in other parts, I was part of the 63%. And never, never was I in the 13%. And I know how that impacted my brain. And it worries me because I think about all of you and what your job, what your career is doing to your brain. And how it's increasing your odds of being depressed. And my intuition is telling me that. If you don't like what you do, if you have no purpose, if you're not set on fire, if you're waking up every day, just kind of a grind. How can you truly bring your best to your day? How can you honestly create your eight? You have to do your best to find something in that place of work that you absolutely love. I don't know. That's a completely different discussion. But my whole point of bringing this up was because when I met Sean Penn, I asked myself, man, like this guy chose what he wants to do for a living, being an actor, a director, and yet he's not happy. I got to put Sean Penn in that 87% probably. If that's just how he is on a regular basis and that was a perfect representation of who he is, then maybe he's a part of that 87%. Who knows though? Maybe he's just having a really bad moment or maybe he just didn't like the glare off my head. Who knows? doesn't matter. Again, it's not so much about Sean Penn as the lesson that I took away from this, which is focusing on our careers as something that either helps us or hurts us, either brings us up or brings us down, either moves us closer to depression or further away. What is your career? Is it something that takes you away from depression or something that just like pulls depression into you? This is something you have to think about. And if you're in that 87%, ask yourself a different question. You ask yourself a better question, you get a better answer. What career, what can I do for a living that will make me happy? I asked myself that and I found it. You might have to ask yourself the exact same. So in any case, man, I get really serious on these things. Unbelievable. Man, I got to laugh once in a while. I leave the laugh to the very end, but in the middle, I'm dead serious. Anyways, (laughs) today I want you to think about your careers. Think about your jobs and what you do for a living. If you don't know how to get into the 13%, reach out to me. I'll have to talk to you, share a few comments, and see if there's anything I can do to help you move in that 13%. But in any case, everybody, please do your best every single day to make your day great and create your eight.